Gotta get up, gotta get out, gotta get home before the morning comes. What if I'm late, got a big date, gotta get home before the sun comes up. Up and away, got a big date, sorry can't stay, I gotta run, run, yeah. Gotta get home, pick up the phone, gotta let the people know I'm gonna be late. Do, 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 do. Hell yeah, Sam! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Everyone outside and in between. Welcome. Welcome. Back. Back. That was better than any other intro than us just talking about Ted Lasso. Us talking about other TV shows. Yeah. Yeah, um, My name is Sam Bannigan. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is a movie slash art slash TV show discussion podcast. And I am Andrew Thomas. Uh, yeah, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, this this week we uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, we well, I rewatched the first season of Russian Doll and then watched the new season of Russian Doll, and Andrew watched both seasons of Russian Doll. Uh, and so we're going to talk about all all two seasons, all fifteen episodes of Russian Doll. Oh, I've seen Russian Doll before. I've seen it before. Oh, I thought. Nah, this I wasn't you the hadn't. first time. I this was what this was like the third time me watching the third se- season. Or blah, 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 blah. this was like the third time me watching the first season. Oh, I didn't know. I thought yeah. you had not seen it before. No, I have seen it before. Oh, okay. Well, then I was wrong. Um, uh, but yeah, we're gonna talk about that. But first, Andrew, how was your week? It was a busy week. It was one of those weeks where it started off not busy, but then it like mm-hmm. kept just getting busier and busier. Yeah. And busier. Yeah. I've been trying to get up earlier lately, but not this month. That's tough. It was I was like, no, I deserved it. I did it all last week. I deserved <laughs> it. Bog. <laughs> it was a busy one. It was uh fun. Um yeah. Getting ready for the sister's wedding. I gotta try Woo. on a tux. Here's Woo. a tux right here. It's a tux. In a box. In a, in a, in a, ca- in a cardboard box. Yep. The black tux. Actually, it's not a tux. It's a suit. I got fitted okay. for it. And this is my exact measurements. Whoa. It's always nice to have uh, like a fitted suit. Yeah. Yeah. It's rented, so I have to return it, but it might change my life. I might be like, oh, this will give me the confidence I need in life. <laughs> You'll become the new John Mulaney. Exactly. You'll just wear a suit every day. <laughs> See, that seems exhausting. But, like, every other day? Sure. <laughs> every other day. All right. Um, how was your week, Sam? Uh, my week was good. I was just kind of thinking about it, and I was like, oh, I worked a lot. but And the work was kind of boring, and it was busy. But like, I had overall it was a pretty good week. Hung out with pals a couple times. We played D and D last week. That was great. Um, we're that's always good. Playing games. I beat Elden Ring. I Woo! did it, everybody. A hundred and two hours, I think, just under a hundred and two hours. Oh, alcohol. Uh, and I did it. I beat Elden Ring. And then about 24 hours later, I started playing Elden Ring again. So, you know, <laughs> things are things are great. 
See, I was about to just make fun of you, but the amount of times I've watched The Irishman and just played The Irishman again, I can't make yeah. fun of you. <laughs> no, you cannot. Um, Video game. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Video game, fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I saw this post on Reddit that was like, oh, we should call them data games because like video implies like there's going to be like, uh, like, you know, actors and full full, mo- full motion video stuff. We should call them data games because they're all data. And so I replied with maybe you should date a girl. Oh, that's sick. That's that's a good <laughs> bird. Can I this is this is a, I sorry to do this, but this is a no, it's all good. A Patreon question. I'm going to ask you right now. Or Oh, yeah, we got to record that in the next couple of days. I too. know, but I'm going to ask you this right now. <laughs> Here it is. So you died. Mm-hmm. And you have an option. Here's a book with every mean thing anyone has ever said about you. Okay. Or a book about every nice thing anyone has ever said about you. What one do you pick? Oh, every nice thing. Are you kidding me? Here's my thing. Because I was asked this question at work. And I've been thinking about it ever since. You'd, would you go for the bad thing? Here's the thing. If it's... Or would you go for the bigger book? Ooh, see, this is why I asked you this. Exactly. <laughs> You're at it on layers. Is there like a noticeable... Like the nice thing is like... <laughs> This is like a Dr. Seuss book, and the other, the mean things is War and Peace. They're like, yeah. well, I just gotta know at that point. I gotta know that. <laughs> Here's my thing. Okay. Is it true? Either way, is it just someone who's just being mean because I did something annoying, or just someone being nice and mm-hmm. saying something kind to me? Or is it the actual truth? What did people legitimately think about me? Because if it's just like yeah. anything, if it's just people are bad, I would choose the the bad things people would say about me and read it and go like, Haha, I deserve that one. That one I get. That one <laughs> That one's a sick bird. I can't game yeah. recognizes game. That's a sick bird. But if it's just true, yeah, the nice things. I don't need to know the mean things. I think it would have to be just true. Like in in this sort of situation, it would have to be these are the true things that people thought and said about you that were either positive or negative. I think I think the size of the book would actually impact my decision quite a lot. Because <laughs> what if the mean book was so much bigger than the nice book? What would <laughs> I have? To I don't know. know if I could like. I mean, I'm dead. It doesn't actually fucking matter now, does it? it, it you live eternity, never knowing. That's the thing. Never That's knowing. The... Yeah, it's tough. That's tough. I don't know. I've never thought about. It. I've always thought about I, if if there was some sort of afterlife situation, a good place situation. I want stats. I want stats of my life. Every single possible thing. How many times how you many... said pastrami? Yeah how 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 many steps did you take in your entire life? Uh, like how many bugs did you accidentally eat? How many? How many f- fake promises you made to yourself? Yeah, how like, many times like were everything. you like, I'm going to go to the gym every day and get big and strong. Yeah, every single thing. I want to know, like, and I want to know other, like, weird facts. Like, like, uh, I want to know, like, factually in this stat iPad or whatever, like, what was the best meal I ever had? 
right? Like, what was it? When did that happen? Was it when I was young or was it when I was old? Have I already eaten the best meal that I've ever eaten at this point at 25 years old? Who's who knows? Who knows? It's tough, but I just, that was, that's the sort of stuff. How many hours did you spend, you know, on a bus? Like anything. Like, I just want every little detail. The stats. But you only get I to think look at it hilarious. once. That's the thing. It's a one and done. Once you I don't, click, no, I think once you click a, I think exit, a, it's out. I think they just get, I, I, in my situation, they just, like, give you an iPad, and it just has those stats on it. They're just like, here you go. Have fun. Because then, like, again, in this, like, good play situation, hopefully you end up with some friends, and then you can, like, compare mm-hmm. and be like, oh, that's fun. You did more of this thing than I thought you did, you know? Yeah. Dang. Haha, ha, I, I, like, had, I did more cool things, and I went to, like, more concerts than you did, or I, you know... You can, like, start teasing. I smelled more flowers than you did. Yeah, fucking idiot. (laughs) Not not taking your time to smell the flowers. (laughs) They told us this in elementary school. Do you hear this? I heard something. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I'm assuming my my roommates are making a smoothie. Oh. You know, a nice Monday smoothie. Yeah, I love a smoothie. That doesn't work. Smoothie movie? I, I, a wanted movie? To, I wanted to change the S to an M. In smoothie? Yeah. So it would just be moothie. Yeah. Doesn't work. <laughs> anyway, we did Russian Doll this week. We did Russian Doll. <laughs> 2018? 2019s? 2019. 2019s and 2022s. Russian yep. Doll season one, season two. We watched it all last week, baby. Sam, what did you think? Um, I think Russian Russian Doll is probably one of my favorite TV shows ever. I think it's so well done. I think the acting is is fantastic. I think the story is great. The writing is like amazing. Um. I love what it what it's talking about and how it's talking about it and the and just like I I couldn't tell you another show that's doing the thing that Russian Doll is doing um on so many different levels that it's that it's kind of hard for me to like quantify down into This is like I I'm very worried because Andrew sent me a very worrying text about this show yesterday <laughs> um and this is sort of like the thing, this is sort of a show that like I like so much and I think it means <coughs> so much to me. I just ate, so I have to keep clearing my throat. I apologize. Um, this show, like uh, I like it so much and it means so much to me that I'm going to find it really difficult to like argue about, <laughs> you know, it's like if, if we watched, it's like when we did Inside Lou and Davis, if you hadn't watched, if you hadn't liked Inside Lou and Davis. I would have been like, I don't know how to talk talk about this. <laughs> I don't know like, how to talk about this. I don't know how to, you know, it's just like one of those things. I'm just like, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's just good. But so, yeah, I love Russian Doll. I think it's fantastic. And I loved the second season. Um, What about you? Um, yeah, I like Russian Doll. I've I've liked I really really like that first season 
quite yeah, a lot. It's really good. I think it's, it's really very good. tight. It's it is. What's the point? Here's the point. Now we're over. And I really like season two. You know what it reminded me of a lot? Season one and season two? Godfather mm. part one and part two. Kind of did, yeah. Season two is very much like it's it's another part. It's another. Yeah. It's a part of the same breath of the point of the show. If they yeah. do season three, if they don't do season three, it, it just fits together very well. Yeah. It was very. It was smart the way they just had it flow together. It's different, yeah. but it is still the same. Yeah. Great creatives. Don't you love great it's creatives? Great. I sure do. I will say. Okay. I found. I just liked season one. Again, this was a like the third time I've seen it. It's. I liked it a bit less, and I don't know why. I mean, mm. I have some. There's some things that kind of just drag <laughs> for me, for Andrew Thomas. In season one? In season one. And then in really? season two, there are just things where I just couldn't help but roll my eyes. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm very interested in what you mean. But it Also, do you want to know something else fun? Sure. The main street in Russian Doll. You know when Alan is trying to get Nadia to not sleep with the Philip Seymour Hoffman. And she like makes the decision and walks away. Yeah. That street. That's the street I live on. Oh, that's so cool. That's this like if you took in show perspective, if you took a right Half halfway down that block, that's where I live. Yeah, that's crazy. That's right by um, Topskin. Fucking. Uh, do you live by Niagara? I crazy? do live by Niagara. I live. A yeah, block I always from thought Niagara. that that was. Yeah, I thought that was the. I always thought that was the park because Niagara's across from that park, and I was like, I think this is the Russian Doll Park. <laughs> it wasn't. I always thought it was Washington Square Park, and it wasn't until oh, me really? watching it this time. I was like, Hey, that's Topskins. I'm such a <laughs> dummy. <laughs> looks nothing yeah. like Washington Square Park. It looks nothing like Washington Square Park. There's also not a not like it, even the area doesn't look like a corner of Washington hey, Square hey, Park. Hey, 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 hey! I didn't know. <laughs> All right. Oh, <laughs> um, I'm just saying the amount of times that we walked around Washington Square Park, I'm surprised you didn't know. <laughs> well. Remember that time we laid down in the fountain when it was off? That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. It was like a nice night. There was a bunch of people just chilling in the park. I love people chilling in the park. Who doesn't? What was it like the first time you watched a show? What type of mood did it catch you in? What were you expecting? Yeah, this was... This was 2019... So I was, I had graduated not too long ago. When did the first episode come out? I don't know. Yeah, it came out February 2019. Um, and yeah, so I was, what, living in Queens? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, I remember watching it and being like, oh, this is like incredible. This was really good. And I was really I was really sad because Maisel had also come out uh, around the same time that year. Yes. And I was like, I don't know. And then they both got nominated. Natasha Lyonne and uh, Rachel Brosnahan both got nominated for uh, Best Actress at the Emmys. And I was like, I can't. I can't choose. I can't choose. That's impossible. They're both uh, my babies. Yeah. Uh, it was, and it was tough. And uh, I don't actually remember who won that year. Uh, I think it was Rachel Brosnahan. I think she's won every yeah, think, year. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and like, well, deserved. Rachel Brosnahan is fucking incredible. Amazing. Like it's truly wild to watch her do that. But it was just tough. I was like, I can't, I can't pick between <laughs> Natasha Leone and Rachel Brosnahan. Yeah. I love them both so much. I can't just, we can't just do this. Um. Uh. Yeah, I remember really liking it, and it just kind of sat in with me, and I was like, oh shit, this is like good, good. Like this is like holy shit, good. You know? Yeah. One of those that I was just like, oh my god things are things are happening also uh i forgot to do this earlier um but breaking breaking news from the the stephanie sue segment uh and it's related to this stephanie sue uh is gonna be in uh poker face uh the ryan johnson uh, TV show uh, starring Natasha Lyonne. Oh, look at that! It all comes together. It all comes together. This is your favorite thing. It's like all your favorite things from the past seven years. Yeah. All coming together. Ryan Johnson doing a cool TV show uh, starring Natasha Lyonne and uh, Stephanie Sue. What channel or service will it be on? Uh, I don't actually know. Oh, are they just going to make it and then see who buys it? I think that's what's happening. It's like a mystery show, it looks like. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's going to be in it. Um, oh, man, they're reunited! Because it's, it's Ryan Johnson. Um, so, yeah, it's exciting. I'm very excited. It's supposed to come out, uh, I believe, later this year. I think it's a fall show. Dig. But... Uh, or yeah, it might come out like really late this year. It might come out like winter, if not early next year. If so, December January is what it sounds like. Yeah, December January is probably because it's in like pre production right now. All right, so. probably shooting during the summer. Got big. Yeah, got- well, they've done. I know they've done. Ryan Johnson said that they have done some shooting, so I don't know what they have done mm-hmm. exactly. Because Ryan Johnson tweeted about the Stephanie Sue news. Uh, saying that he was singing on a bagel on the set all day oh. after everything everywhere came out. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I'm excited for whatever that show is because Natasha Leon, Ryan Johnson, and Stephanie Sue is like a dream team. <laughs> is, is Sam Bad against 92 Bulls? Yeah. Like, like uh, uh, Ryan Johnson even said after the second season of Russian Doll came out, he was like, oh, like the I after watching the first season of of Russian of Russian Doll, I went and wrote a TV show because I wanted to work with Natasha Leone. That's cool. Like this was this is fully made for Natasha. Like he was like, I just want to work with her. She's incredible, and I want to do something. That's cool. Yeah. 
Sorry for the interruption. Uh, what did you think the first time you watched uh, Russian Doll? Want to know something funny? I watched it what? in the same exact room as you did. Really? I watched it in Queens. In that in that summer, that's why. In that summer, yeah. <laughs> melting. Melting in that yeah, room. Fully melting, yeah. Um, I just heard a lot about it. I like Amy Poehler. Uh, she's, yeah. she's one of the producers. Yeah, she's one of the creators. I like timey-wimey things. Yeah. I, I think that's a very fun story device. Mm-hmm. So I just walked in, and also, every TV show should be at least four hours. It's great. Every TV show. I'm standing by this. Four-hour TV shows. Sticking the flag in. Yeah. It's, it's pretty nice. Um, When I first saw it, it really, like... And even with this season, I really just relate so much to to Nadia. It, it is mm-hmm. a very relatable character. Um, and it really, it's a lot of fun. The music's really cool. God, that music cue is so good. That music cue is so good every time. I was talking about needle drops a while ago with a friend at work. And I completely forgot about this one. And this is probably my favorite needle drop. Ever? In anything? In anything. It's so good. Gotta get up in the morning. Now gotta run it. Gotta be late. (coughs) (laughs) Anyway. Um, yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. And then, uh, yeah. Season one. Thank you. That's great. You want to talk about the cast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there's a lot of really great folks in this um, show. Uh, da, da, da. We got uh, what's his name? This is the guy. Yeah, uh, Ritesh Rajan. Rajan. Uh, he plays uh, Ferran, the bodega guy. Yeah, he's great. Uh, I. I think he's just fun. Um, we got uh, Brendan Sexton the third playing horse, uh, who I think does a really good job. We got Jeremy Bob uh, playing Mike, uh, who's the Philip Seymour Hoffman guy. He looks so much like Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's crazy. He does. Look, he does look like Phil Phil Soy Horseman. He also speaks like him. He does kind of yeah. Um, Do you think when he died, he was like, yes, more roles for me. (laughs) Bless you. That's so dark. (laughs) Um, uh, We got uh, uh, Rebecca Henderson as Lizzie, uh, one of her friends, the the one with the short blonde hair, Uh who's Canadian, which is fun. Ooh. Um, we got uh, Greta Lee as Maxine, sweet birthday baby. All uh, good. Everyone's good so far. Yeah, everyone's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, we got Chloe Chloe Seven Sevigny as uh, Lenora Volvikov, uh, the mom. We talked about um, her recently, did we not? I think so. What was she in? Uh, no, 
we have not talked about her recently at all. <laughs> oh, really? Anything notable that she said? I have it. I can just pull her up on IMDb, and I have it. But she looks familiar. Uh, oh, the last time we would have talked about her was probably The Dead Don't Die. Ghost. She's in The Dead Don't Die. Ghouls. Do you remember The Dead Don't Die? That's the only thing I remember. Ghosts. Yeah. Ghouls. Ghouls. Yeah. Uh, she's in, like, other stuff. Like, she's done a lot of stuff. But we have not talked about her probably since then. I think you're thinking of um, uh, the the lovely French lady in uh, French Dispatch, who's also in James Bond. Oh, Leah Sadu? Very similar. Nah. Yeah, they look very similar. They do look similar, but I know Leah Sadu. She's, she's my girl. Okay. Uh, Even though I think I'm saying her name wrong. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, but, yeah, no, we have not talked about her. Um, but Chloe Seventy, very good. Very good. Uh, it has a lot more to do in season two. Yeah. Uh, and then we got uh, Elizabeth Ashley as uh, Ruth Brenner. Uh, Great. Who's so good. I love Ruth. Love she's that the, voice. She's the best. Yeah, it's great. <clears throat> Uh, and then we got our, our main two, Charlie Barnett as Alan Saveri and uh, Natasha Leone as Nadia, Nadia Volkov. How do you feel about Charlie? I really like him. I think he does a really good job. I think like he has like a, a very particular thing that he's like really good at. And they're just letting him do that thing kind of all over the place in this. I haven't seen him in anything else. He hasn't really done a whole lot of other big stuff. This is kind of his big one. Um, like, he's been in other stuff. He has. But it's not... Like, this is his big thing. Yeah. You know? Um, but I think he's really good. Like, I, I hope he gets... I hope people see him and go like, Oh, we should cast him in more things. <laughs> yeah. And, and do some stuff. I found him quite one note. I think really? he's a good actor. I think of the skill of acting, he is good. But also, it feels he feels very limited. Especially in season two. Feels like they didn't give him a lot. <laughs> Spoiler alerts for everything. Yeah, he doesn't, for he doesn't get as much. Two. Yeah, he doesn't get as much in season two. But I still think he does a really good job. Like at doing the the whole thing, because I was thinking about this. I watched the finale last night, because um, I don't know, and I'm going more into season two talking about his character, um, talking about Alan. But I don't know if it was the writing or him. But it felt like he was just there. Was one part where we were following Nadia, and then cuts to Alan, and I was like, "Oh, I forgot you existed." Oh, wait, what? Oh, wild. And I don't know I really whose liked, fault that I, is, but it's someone's fault. <laughs> oh, I really liked his... I Like, he didn't get as much to do in the second season, but I really liked what he was doing. I really liked the story that, that he was kind of on. Um, and the moment with his... Uh, spoilers for the whole shebang. Um, the moment with his grandma at the end in the void. I was like, oh, this is so nice. Like this is. It was this really is nice. See, this is yeah. where I'm like, I don't want to count him. I don't want to write him off completely. But 
Yeah, like that moment when he when he was like, I killed myself. I don't know how I can live with that. I was like, this is good. This is good show. <laughs> this is good show. <laughs> this is a good show. Um, But with season one, I like him a lot in season one. I love... I didn't know anything other than Groundhog's Day when mm. the show came out. So when it cuts to him and his perspective in season one, I was like, oh, yeah. what? Yeah. This is fun. Yeah, I didn't know. I did. I also didn't know um, that there was going to be another guy. I just was like, oh, I like Natasha Leonis. I remember liking her in the couple episodes of Orange is the New Black that I watched. Yeah. I'll check out this cool time loop show. <laughs> I'm like going in knowing very little and then being blown away. But um, yeah, I think he plays that anal nerd very well. And yeah. I would love to, and yeah, I would also love to see a bit more. I would love to see different sides of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but now to Natasha. Natasha Leone. You creator, writer, director. Actually, Natasha I'm gonna Leon. go first because I want you because you love her, so I'm gonna go first. I do love I do love Natasha. I like her I love again, talking about voices, I love it. That's mm-hmm. that's there's a part of me that just feels like in another world I am I am Nadia. Just exactly with the coat, <laughs> with the hair. With the voice. Uh, the fucking Nadia's fits are so good. In another universe, that's that's what Andrew Thomas is. Um she's really good. And the exact opposite of of Alan. Just had a lot to do in season two and brought it a lot of emotional mm-hmm. heavy lifting. Yeah. Um, which is great because she helped write it. She she was yeah. writing. She was like, dang, I got to do this. This isn't me yeah. going, ah, some actors got to figure it out. I have to do this. I have to do it. Yeah. Her, uh, Leslie Headland and Amy Poehler created uh, and wrote it. Amy Poehler didn't do any directing and neither did Leslie. But Natasha Leone directed four episodes. Oh, no, uh, sorry. Leslie Headland did direct uh, some of the episodes in, in the first season. But Amy Poehler did not. Amy Poehler has not directed any of it. No. Dig. Amy, get up there. Um, I, yeah, I really liked her. I think her. it's a very unique and fun performance. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a performance you haven't really seen ever. No. Why would you call me a cockroach? A cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's funny. What do you feel about her, Sam? What? what how do you feel? I I love Natasha Leone. I I like. What should make you feel? She's she's just so good at at like what she does, and she's like really found. Like she's been she's been working for a long time uh, and done some really good stuff. Um. But I just love, like, she just, um, like, I think she really gets her thing. Like, she's really found the thing that she's really good at. And she's just like, I'm just going to do this forever. 
And like, sometimes I think for, for a lot of actors, that's just kind of like, okay, whatever. It's kind of fine. Like, like a Ryan Reynolds is just kind of always going to do a Ryan, Ryan Reynolds thing. Mm-hmm. And, but like, that's a thing that we've seen before. And you, I don't know another actor who's doing a Natasha Lyonne thing. Like she's, she feels truly original. Unlike a lot of other um, uh, actors, uh, and I think she's just having a good time, and she, and yeah, just good, just a good time. If you had to, uh, ca- I, please finish. Uh, I just can't wait to see, like, what else she does. Um, Big or small, classic or not classic, and book adaptation if you had to cast her what's like your dream casting for her if it's a superhero or shakespeare and anything in between i don't know i would i would love to see her do some like classic play of some kind you know i don't know what but dollhouse (laughs) yeah dollhouse would be fun that'd be that'd be something it would be something, but I think she would just bring something that like no one else has is brought to those sorts of roles. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see kind of what her whatever she thinks is the right way to do that sort of stuff, I think would be really fun. Mm-hmm. But I'm also just happy to see her do like cool new t- shows like this. Like do Russian doll, do poker face, you know, like do or just whatever the new you black. want. Yeah, do Orange is the New Black. Like do whatever you want and you're gonna she's gonna be great. Like I'm like much like I've never seen a an actor like Natasha Leone before, I've never seen a show like Russian Doll before. So if you just want to keep making cool shows like this, I'm fine with it. I'm there. Yeah. Like I'm all in. You're, you, know? you hear her name, you know you're getting a ticket. Yeah, and like Leslie Headland, also one of the uh, the creator, uh, director, writer, um, also produced uh, one of my favorite rom coms, Sleeping with Other People. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, and she wrote it as well. Um, she produced and wrote Sleeping With Other People, which is one of my favorite rom-coms. So if they're working together, I'm happy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and also with the writing, writing's very smart. It's very, a very well told story. Um, Mm. And also with the aspect of mental health, what what do you, what lessons do you take away from it, from personal life, but also with writing, how to handle mental health, how how you feel about the, just the writing in general? Loaded question, I think but I, that's what I do. <laughs> no, I get it. Uh, the writing I think is great. I think yeah, it's really smart. It's really clever. Like it's really just like, um, it it. it the way it's talking about a lot of that stuff is is a way that I don't think any other show has. And I don't know if any other show will talk about this sort of uh, mental health and and trauma and and stuff in the way that this show is kind of like, it's a serious thing, but like you can, it can still be goofy. Like it can still be fun in a sense, right? Like just because you have to think about, oh, why am I the way that I am? Doesn't mean you can't have fun with it. Doesn't mean you can't, like, 
you know, if you suddenly find yourself in the body of your mother giving birth to yourself in a train station, uh, it doesn't mean you can't crack a joke here and there, you know, like also, uh, being self-aware, being like, yeah. And also I am a, a selfish narcissist sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I'm not, sometimes. but sometimes maybe even a lot of the times I am. Yeah. Sometimes I'm a bit of a piece of shit. And so here, here I am. Um, and I think, I think that stuff is really great. And I think, uh, it's all just, it's all just so wonderful. Um, cause yeah, like, uh, uh, what's that? Uh, stupid. The quote, don't take life too seriously. No one gets out alive. Ooh, that I, thing. I haven't heard that. You haven't heard that before? No. I've heard oh, No yeah. One Gets Out Alive from Samuel L. Jackson's song in A Hitman's Bodyguard. <laughs> and when Sam no, said uh, it, I was like, ooh, that's deep. Ooh, uh, that's deep. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't take life too seriously. No One Gets Out Alive. Uh, is like kind of, is it really sums up a lot of what this show is kind of doing. Is being like, yeah, you might be stuck in, you know, some sort of unknowable quantum time loop. Uh, but hey, have fun, <laughs> you know. Yeah, go go through all those stages, and in the second one where she's just, where they where she fully breaks time by bringing her baby self to present time, and everything goes crazy. Uh, which was also a fucking fantastic episode. I love that episode. It was a good episode. I do have to say, put the baby in the bag. <laughs> Put the baby in the bag of money and then carry both. She could have done yeah, that. She could have done something. I get, I get what they were doing, but yeah, you. I was like, you can, you can put the baby in one arm and pick up the bag with the other arm. That's possible. You don't have to hold this baby with both hands. I exactly. You said it. Like I get it. Jack can't fit on the boat because he can't, or the door because he, yeah, he can't fit on the door. I get it. She has to let go. I get it. But she could have put that money in the bag. She could have put that <laughs> baby, baby in the bag. bag. <laughs> Hashtag put the baby fine. in the bag. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I think it's just great. Uh, what about you? The writing is just really. It's the to me. It's the strongest thing about the show is the writing for sure. For sure. Um. There are moments of, there are some conversations, I wish I had, like, pulling points, but I don't. But I feel like there are some conversations in the show that are a bit redundant. They're a bit like, okay, I get it, I hear you. Like, past trauma informs your life currently. I hear you. All right. Like, like, I wish that they... It's weird, because season two does this. Season two does still say that same thing, but now you are your mom. You're not yeah. just your mom, you're your grandma. You're not just your grandma, you're your grandma in 1940s Europe. Like, yeah, it does do that. But there are just moments in the show that I just feel like... Not padded. It's not padding or filler, but it's a word like that. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
Interesting. I, I really don't like I think I think the whenever they bring up the same sorts of like topics, it always seems like, oh, we're kind of like, yeah, we might be talking about the same thing. But like, I don't know, like trauma is such a weird thing to like work through. And so I understand why they're like, hey, this is the thing that's really fucked fucked me up. I got to think about it and talk about it a lot in order to like understand it. You know? Yeah. So I, I guess maybe maybe if they do get if it does get sort of redundant, maybe I just don't mind because like I don't know. I think about my trauma a lot <laughs> too. You know, yeah. like it's kind of like yeah, I get it. Um, and with season two, this was the question I asked Sam. I said, "What's the difference between prestigious and pretentious?" Yeah. What? Like I. I mean, a lot of stuff, but what a lot before, of stuff. Before, a lot of stuff is different. I want to know what you mentioned earlier. Like you were rolling your eyes at some stuff in season two. It I was no kind of what what that was, and is that because I figure that kind of wraps into this question as well. The the trade station them in the trade and times collapsing upon itself. It's a fun episode. I like that mechanics, but there are some things where I'm just like, feels like all the creatives were like, oh yeah, we're so cool. Aren't we? We're doing this. Aren't we? See you say you saying the train station really does not narrow. Oh, it's not. You are absolutely right. I apologize. (laughs) Most of that season takes place on a train or in a train station. What do you want me to say? You're wrong. No, that's like what seventy percent of that season's in the train station. You're right. Like I would say, when times collapsing on itself, and and oh, is it when they? Is it when they? follow horse down the track yes okay that entire that segment i guess yeah yeah. right until uh alan meets his grandmother that's that's what i'm like oh okay i'm back on the track i'm back on guys i was i was i was like okay guys all right okay (laughs) there are just moments that felt for a lack of a better word pretentious but then you get that conversation, and for me, then I'm like, "Oh, oh, you're actually, you're talk, you're talking about, you're really getting into the nasty thoughts that we have yeah. about ourselves and about our yeah. lives and about our past." Where other times, like Nadia bringing herself as a baby back to the future, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Nadia, what did you think was going to happen? It, well, I mean, that's the... It felt a bit contrived. The, it feels a bit... Okay. I really liked when she... Because, like, the moments... There was some... I was, like... I wasn't sure how I was feeling about season two as it, like, started. I was like, okay, what what are we doing here? Okay, you're gonna be your mom. What does that mean? Where are we going with this? And eventually, like, obviously all comes together mm-hmm. in a really great way. Um, the first moment was actually when she, uh, when she pulled the bug out of her arm, I was like, oh, this is what we're doing. Okay, cool. This is great. I'm into this. When she pulls the bug out of her arm. I don't remember that. Yeah. It's like in the second or second episode, she's like looking in the mirror in her, in her mom's apartment and she has all those like scabs and stuff. 
and then she pulls a bug out yeah, of her Yeah, I remember this arm, now. And then her mom says that, oh, my daughter can see the bugs too. I'm not crazy. And I went, oh, this is this is what we're doing. Yeah, I remember Okay, this. cool. Um, and, and so, yeah, I loved the story, the, the arc of like, of, uh, Nadia keeping, like, kept, kept trying to change things. She was like, if I can just, if I can just get the, the money, if I can just, you know, get the Cougarans back, then it's, then everything's going to be fine. We're going to be just, we're going to yeah. be totally fine. You're going to, you're going to have the life you deserve. You're going to have the life that we deserve to have. Right. All that stuff is like, is so powerful. Um, and, and by the time it's like she realizes like oh there's like this already happened i've already done all these things love that scene with uh that was so good her mom as a little girl played doing the tarantula 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 dance Dance. and she was like it doesn't matter what i do (laughs) the time just doesn't matter Yeah, like when when she's yeah when she's sitting in the in that office where they're doing the trade, and the other woman says like Cougarans, and Natasha is just like, oh no, I can't do anything. Yeah, and also just that that then leads into oh this is why this part of why people thought my mom was crazy was because this happened and I was in her for a while and I was saying oh yeah I'm Nadia I'm my daughter to people who just saw her as her mom and like just how it all is just like this is this has all happened already you can change absolutely nothing about it and then she's like okay i have one fucking chance and it's to take my actual baby self to the future to try and fix things is just feels like this great like last desperate attempt at at solving everything before you know obviously time falls apart and and you go into the void and all that stuff happens. Um, like the, the, the part of that second last episode where um, they start ending up at each other's starting points. Yeah. Because I was like, I was, I had told a couple people, I watched the episodes over a couple of days and I was like, yeah, it's really good. I am. I'm really missing that music cue though. It's such a good, it's such a good little cue. And then it hits in that second last episode. Dun, dun, I was like, dun, "Yeah, dun, baby, dun, let's dun, go!" Dun, bum, bum, dun, dun. Uh, yeah, I was, I was so excited. <laughs> Your Avengers uh, Assemble. I, it was, it was my own personal uh, portals, um, and it was, it was great. Uh, but yeah, so so by the time you know you're in the train station or in the on the train tracks and. You know, she has her her own baby self, <laughs> and everything's falling apart. I don't know. It didn't feel. It felt like it was like, oh yeah, this is her last desperate cry for help, her last desperate attempt at clawing back any sort of, you know, change for her life that she is upset about and is traumatized by. And it literally destroys time. Like it just destroys everything. Uh, I do love... I, I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. I do love... I think it's the last... I think it is the last episode of season two. And it's Nadia on the train. And then her mother, her grandmother, and Ruth were walking by. Yeah. Then she pulls Ruth aside and she says, even though you had no obligation, you still loved me. And I yeah. just... That's that to me is... I loved that. 
I thought yeah. that was very, very sweet and very yeah thoughtful. All that's uh, yeah, all that stuff with with Ruth's death was also so like heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Seeing her trying to like go back farther and just like no, I can make it. I can be there. I can be there for her. Like she was there for me my entire life, and I'm not going to be there on the day that she dies. Like what the fuck. You know, yeah. and when she gets off the train at the end and she looks at her watch and it's already too late. And I was just like, oh, God, oh, this is so sad. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But then this is where do you want to see a season three? I didn't I didn't know if I wanted a season two. <laughs> you know, like I, I really wasn't sure. I thought the first season was so good that I was kind of like. I don't know if I need another one. They announced it and I was like, okay, I really like that first season. Like I'm excited to see what those people do, but I was nervous. I was like, are they going to be able to like meet at least meet as good as the first season? And I think in my opinion, I think they did. I think they met the quality of the first season. Um, there are some things I like more in season one and there are some things I like more in season two. Like that just happens. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think it's just such a good, good couple of shows and i and and yeah i don't know do you want a season three i the way it just ended to me is just so perfectly yeah again to bring up the godfathers again it is it is michael sitting alone at the table while his family just left him and then that's the sad version but here it's nadia looking at herself and allowing herself to smile to look at her be happy that is just like it that's the happy version it's like a complete circle we always can get a coda (laughs) we can always get a coda we can always get a coda we can always get a coda uh but like also just to answer your question i don't like prestige and pretension are difficult (laughs) to kind of quantify like i don't know we're, we're just in such an age of of you know quote-unquote prestige television uh where everything has to be you know an hour long everything has to be dark and gritty and everything has to be the breaking bads and the true detectives of the world um and i think you know for a time i think those worked but i think you know shows like russian doll and marvelous miss Maisel and barry and Ted Lasso and like these sorts of things are kind of like moving the the needle forward almost of like oh we're kind of heading in a new direction of like imagine that but there's a little it's it's funny it's not ha ha funny but it's like huh. no <laughs> there's like there's good bits like I still think about the beginning of Barry season two with the the mobster guy and Barry asks him. Am I a bad guy? And he goes, of course you're a bad guy. Do I not tell you that tonight? <laughs> it's the best. That's the best joke. That's so funny. Uh, but also that season is like deeply sad at the end. Like I think. Horrendously I sad. Think, yeah. I think just moving into this kind of like, you can have comedy and tragedy in the same sorts of thing. I think is, is it is while obviously having a straight comedy and a straight tragedy are like important for like culture viewing purposes. Yeah. Of like, I don't want, I want to watch something, you know, just funny. Um, I think that's really important. I do like that a lot of the, like, most, 
beloved TV shows that are really getting the and and a lot of the best TV shows. Barry's fucking fantastic. Russian Doll, fantastic. Miss Maisel, fantastic. Like these shows are funny and also kind of sad. I think that's just good. And I don't I don't know how to quantify. Maybe it, maybe people think prestige television is the stuff that they like and pretentious television is the stuff they don't like. <laughs> Because, like, for TV, just to keep it in the conversation, what would you say is pretentious? In that you, I don't know. You're Sam Bannigan's I, personal take. I'm going to say something that you're going to get upset about. I think Breaking Bad's a little bit pretentious. I think by, I, th- I didn't finish Breaking Bad, but I got to the, you know, the beginning of the last season, and I was just like, you really think you're, like, killing it right now. You really think you're killing it. And you're doing pretty good. But you think you're like, you think you're like, like king shit. Like you're doing good. You're doing good. Don't get me wrong. Breaking Bad, well done TV show. But they're like, they clearly think they are. They clearly think they are making the Godfather Part Two of television. And they and they're like, yeah, yeah, this is it. I'm Vince Gilligan. <laughs> this is my TV show. That's what Vince Gilligan sounds like, right? Yeah, exactly like that. I'm Vince Gilligan. Yeah. I'm is... Vince Gilligan. And this is The Expendables 5. <laughs> the Expendables 5? Why The Expendables yeah, I don't 5? Know. That, was, that voice sounded like it was a voice that I would hear in, in an Expendables movie. And I figured by the time we get to Expendables 5... Uh, they'll have Heisenberg in it, so probably he's destined for like <laughs> uh, they've been working on a on a on a spinoff, an all female spinoff, and it's going to be called the Expendables. That's so stupid. That's so dumb. That's the stupidest name I've ever heard. And they wanted like that's so uh, Sigourney Weaver and uh, who's Sarah Connor, very famous actress. What's her name? Oh, God. I can't remember. L.H. That, that's her initials. Terminator. What? What's her Linda name? Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. They wanted her. They wanted a bunch of Ronda Rousey at one point. Okay. Yeah. In the Expendables. In the Expendables. Dumb, stupid name. Dumb name. <laughs> um, I guess what what we can leave off on is that it. Do uh, you have an answer to your own question? Oh, what was my question? I don't remember things. Prestige and pretension. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I do have a one. Don't more... make me answer all your questions. You got to answer your questions. I had, I just had one more thing. Um, I. We can do the one more thing after yeah, this. Yeah, 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 for sure. I'm trying to figure out how to phrase it. Because, like, I do agree with you. When it's like, I think it's the things that people like are prestigious, and the people who don't like it, it's pretentious. It's, yeah. It is in the eyes of the beholder. Um, <laughs> Pretension is in the eyes of the beholder. Yeah. No matter what you do, if someone thinks it's pretentious, that's what they think, and they won't change. Yeah, not not even necessarily you are doing something pretentious. Um, 
Because it is when... when Because then what's prestige? What is... When does something hit that profound transcendence experience? How do you I don't know, man. I'm sure. I'm sure plenty of people call all of our favorite things pretentious. Yeah, you just called Breaking Bad pretentious. It's a little pretentious. <laughs> I'm a brain broke. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think the thing. The thing. I guess to me, pretentious doesn't always necessarily mean it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Breaking Bad is a well done TV show. I'm not gonna like say that it's poorly made or poorly acted or anything. Like it's well done. I just think they think that they are doing something like they it feels like they are so aware of what they're doing that it's kind of like, okay, like (laughs) just make your TV show. Don't like it's like the Godfather three problem. It was what we were talking about last week with uh, uh, Andy Garcia. Yeah, he has that thing in that movie where it's like, oh, you're in a Godfather movie and you're like, oh, I'm making a Godfather. Oh, I'm making a Godfather movie. That makes it feel a bit pretentious. And you... And there's not... And you don't feel that with Russian Doll. I do not. But I do. I think, may, <laughs> I think maybe if they did a third season, I might. But I think in these first two, it really feels like they wanted to do these first two. Like, obviously, they didn't know they were getting a second season until after they were fully done, the first one. Yeah. Um... There's a great episode of uh, Good One with uh, Leslie Headland, um, where they talk about all the all of uh, Nadia's deaths in the first season. Um, you said Good Ones. I thought you meant Hot Ones. I was like, what? No, <laughs> no, Good One. The podcast about jokes. Um, but I, I highly recommend if you like Russian Doll. I highly recommend that uh, that that episode because it's really good. Um, and she talks about like, oh yeah, we had we were just like going to make this one season. We didn't think we were ever going to get anything. We didn't think anyone was really going to like it. Um, we were just kind of going to make this show and then move on. Yeah. And then people loved it, and now I have to write a second season. <laughs> yeah. And then, because this came out in 2019, then the pandemic hit like a year after the show came out, and they kind of had to take a break <laughs> from doing everything. So, yeah, here we are. For their circumstances, kind of almost perfect. Because they yeah. can't really take time and think about the show. Yeah, exactly. I think, it, I think like, obviously COVID is bad. I'm not saying it's good. Obviously, also, the past two years have been awful for so many people for so many different reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Including us. Including also, us. It did, it did mean that Russian Doll is a better show. So, so who you take the good, you take the so, bad. So, yeah, yeah. You take, you know, and there you have the facts of life. <laughs> right? That's how that goes. That is exactly how that goes. Yeah. I never watched that show. Yes, I watched a few episodes. It's a. Do you ever? Do you have just like I have like theme songs to shows that I've never seen, kind of in my Golden head. Girls. Yeah, that's thank my... you for being a friend. I'm sure I would love Golden Girls. I I feel like it's my type of thing. But it I... is. I think it really is your type of show. But I haven't seen a single episode. I've seen clips. I've seen segments. Yeah, and they've been funny. I think. I think I have the Golden Girls segment stuck in my head because of that one video 
of that black guy doing like the the backup vocals for that song. I do remember this. I remember you showing yeah. me this. It's great. It's a good video. And if you throw a party, um, where everyone and us, where everybody knows your name. Dun, dun, dun. But I want see. I sound like such a talking about pretentious. I feel like such a pretentious jerk. I watched Cheers. Oh, okay. I, I love TV I Land. Cheers. Sure. Cheers, Gilligan's Island, uh, Leave It to Beaver, Andy Griffin, Brady Bunch, Cosby Show. (laughs) 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 I, and you feel free not to answer this. I don't want you to speak about your life to to, uh, the beginning of your day but i am gonna ask i because i know your your own journey with with uh mental health and and just life and this show it's great when when big pieces of media kind of capture how you feel it it's it truly makes you feel less alone right but for for you what has Russian doll like really meant and what have you seen? What have you like seen in that show and gone? Yes. Thank you. Exactly. There's a lot like this. It's, there's a lot of stuff in both seasons. Um, of, I think, I mean, like it, it's, it's kind of hard, hard to say because like for a lot of my traumatic things i am not really on the like other side of it Ooh. i guess i'm not really you know i i'm uh st- i still very much feel like i'm in i'm in kind of the 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 muck of it all yes um for a lot of this stuff and it feels like this show is kind of about like the end of it like when you're kind of like oh you've kind of learned some stuff and you're kind of you know getting older and you're trying to accept different parts of yourself and your family and your history and all this different stuff and i'm just like i don't know i don't know if i'm there yet yeah um so but it's nice to see a show that i think captures a lot of the the way that um i think about some of that stuff of like you know, the talk about like the, the Coney Island thing in the second season. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh yeah, it's always like, there's always this one thing. If that had or hadn't happened, <laughs> things would be better. Um, I think that's a, that's an interesting kind of idea. Because I have, obviously I have events like that. Um, and uh, yeah, I found I found a lot of, just, just the way that, that uh, they've written nadia's character into this like you know this like nihilistic i'm just gonna do whatever the fuck i want yeah sort of person is uh i'm not fully there yet but i'm certainly not not fully there yet (laughs) um uh and that kind of like deal 
um, I think it's really nice. But also like all the stuff with Alan, like I like that that moment in the second season where he's talking to his grandma, and he says, "I've I killed myself, and I don't know how I can live with that." Is, I mean, uh, I've I've talked about this on the show. I've tried to kill myself a couple times. It's tough to live with that knowledge. It's tough to like go on and be like, "Oh, I I I like." <laughs> really could have done something huh like mm-hmm. i really could have huh okay obviously it's different because like he actually did he, do yeah, it. yeah he yeah stuck in a he got stuck in a time loop and then he got on a train and he became his grandma but um <laughs> I get that's stuck not exactly where i'm at <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i'm not stuck in any time loops that i'm aware of and uh i'm not my own grandma yet god uh, so <laughs> Yet, I still might be. Who's to say? Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's 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 just it's nice to see a show that talks about the sort of things that I think about sometimes. Even if even if I'm not necessarily getting like answers for those things, or or necessarily, I guess like quote unquote like healing from those things. It's still nice to just be like, oh, okay, other people, other people not only like understand that like, oh yeah, trauma is like this big important thing and a lot of people deal with it, but also kind of have the same attitude towards it that I do. Because a lot of people obviously deal with these things very differently. Yes. Um, And so it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just nice to see like, oh, I'm not the only person who thinks about this stuff in the same sort of way that I think about it. Yeah. Does that all make sense? Completely. That Great. completely makes sense. Yeah. What about you? Uh, like, I, I I, know you haven't had as much of a traumatic life. As, of course, uh, right? Yeah. Your, your co-host. <laughs> um, but I'm sure, like, I'm sure there's stuff that has, of course. you've had bad mental health days and bad, you know, bad experiences and stuff that you wish had, had been different. How does, how does this show kind of speak to those things from from your perspective for me it really is the just not like nadia going through that time loop it's like yeah i've never been in a time loop of course that's impossible but I've been in a time loop a few times. I've been, I've, I've been yeah, in. Yeah. A, I've been like, uh oh. <laughs> Thursday. What a concept. Exactly. But and just seeing one thing, I think it was like a red carpet or something. Um, Natasha Leone was talking about how the writers' room. It's all female writers' room. Yeah. And yeah. she says one thing that she loves about it is that. It, it, we don't think of Nadia as a woman. She's she is truly a person, and I think that just helps because it, again, watching this season and watching it now, I just relate to her and her struggles and the way she deals with those struggles, good and bad. I'm just like I I've seen myself. I have walked drunkenly in that park many times <laughs> like mm-hmm. i i oh i get it um 
and for it's truly for me is just like I'm not alone. I'm not that th this thing that I feel and this thing that might cause me pain or anxiety. Not just other people feel it. Other people have felt this and have gained wildly successful careers because they felt this exact feeling that has made me cry on a park bench. Like, yeah, it, it is, it is that part. Alan's scenes are, it, I would also be added into that of that, just heartache and sorrow and not knowing what you're able to do and hearing more information. It just, it feels like a pile on, um, yeah. We're all in this together. <laughs> but we know who we uh, are. There are stars and we see that we're all... What are we doing those? Never. Oh. Um, I also just... I want to say the, the moment in the first season when Nadia is stopping Alan from jumping off the roof and he's like, can you promise me I'm going to be happy? Mm -hmm. And she's like, fuck no. <laughs> Absolutely not. I can promise you're not going to be alone. I think that's a that's also just a very nice sentiment. I'm I I always hate as someone who who uh like would be technically qualified as a suicidal person. It's I hate I hate when people are like, "Oh, things will get better. Things you're going to be everything's going to be fine." It's like, "Well, no. <laughs> you can't say that. You don't know that." You can say that you might be there for me. That's very different. That's a very different sentiment than like, oh, things are going to get better. Things get better. I've always hated that. I think it's bullshit. Like, <laughs> you don't know that. And see, this it's is like the, it's like the the thing in uh, Inside when Bo Burnham's like, there are people that love you. Well, that's not necessarily true. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you get it. <laughs> see, this is this is where I'm very much the dawn, the dawn. Uh, it only gets darker before the dawn, and the dawn yeah. will be coming. Yeah, this I is know. this it's, is our this is our uh, very much our Joker Batman. <laughs> <laughs> very much our. <laughs> this is our uh, our uh, you know our Joker. We're destined to, to do this forever. Yeah, this is the dance that we're always going to do. Uh, yeah, my name is Sam Vanigan. I am Andrew Thomas. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Uh, yeah, if you've listened to the show, like, thank you so much. Just in general, uh, we got lots of episodes. We're coming up on, or no, we just did. We just passed what three years? Four years? Four years? Four years? Crazy, crazy. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, thanks so much for for tuning in. I tell people I have a podcast. If you want to support the show. And they're like, yeah, Sorry? you have a podcast? I'm like, yeah, I got a podcast. Did you just start? No. We've been doing this no. for four years. Four years, baby. <laughs> uh, here we are. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, no, you're good. If you want to support the show, uh, you can follow us on social media at Welcome Back Pod on all the different uh, social media platforms. Uh, if you want to financially support the show, you can join Lennox Studios over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash welcomebackpod. Gotta get up, gotta get out, gotta get up <laughs> for the morning time. Gotta get it, gotta be late, gotta run. 
<laughs> uh, for as little as five bucks a month, you get a bonus episode every single month, uh, where we kind of shoot the shit and work on other bullshit, whatever. There's a bunch of stuff. Um, but yeah, five bucks a month over there, you get you get some bonus content. Uh, if you don't have the money or don't want to give us money, we totally understand. As we mentioned earlier, we are in year three of the COVID-19 pandemic, despite what people are saying uh, and acting like. 2020 to 2021, 2021 to 2022. It's two years. But we are in year three. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> we are in year three. Yes. Uh, I was like, Sam, that's not right. That's not been three years. No, no, it has been. Well, it has not been three years. It ha- We are heading towards three years. We are heading towards, we are... We are we are over yeah. we are over two years, which means we are in three years. Da, 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 um, da, da, da. <laughs> bah. Uh, but if you don't want to give us money, that's totally fine. Follow us on social media. Uh, you know, support the show in other ways, like the like the track, review the podcast, all the different stuff, and all the different pod catchers of your choice uh, will help out the show a whole lot. And also, the show says it. Our show says it. We believe it. Friends are good. We all need friends. We all friends should have friends. Someone to to be ourselves around. And while you're being yourself around this person, why not listen to us? Tell them about us. That's the best form of marketing. Word of mouth. So mm-hmm. hang out with your friends while listening to your other friends. Yeah. Uh, and if you ever get stuck stuck in a time loop, make sure there's a good song playing, because you're gonna be hearing it a lot. 